Today's podcast is introducing you to another hidden spot in the heart of Ireland. Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining me again here on the Traveling in Ireland podcast. Today I am taking you off the tourist trail and into an area that many people pass through, but they may not recognize. My guest today is Jana Mannion, who is the Tourism Marketing Officer for Ballyhara Country. Thank you, Jana, so much for joining me today. Thank you, Jody. Thank you for having me. Now, Ballyhara Country is an area that most visitors to Ireland, they're not going to recognize the name, but many pass through it or skirt the edges as they travel between some of Ireland's more well-known locations. So tell us a little bit about where Ballyhara is and what the area is named for. Correct there, Jody. A lot of people driving through Ballyhara region without knowing they're in a very special location. We call it like a crossroad of Monster because you can visit all the surrounding counties from Limerick, Kerry, Cork, Tipperary, and you can base yourself in the middle. And everywhere you go around it, it's about half an hour, an hour drive. So it's a perfect location to stay and visit all the other even well-known or unknown locations. So Ballyhara is named after the local mountain range, Ballyhara Mountains. And that, that mountain range it divides two, two counties, County Limerick and County Cork. So the region covers basically the southeast Limerick and the North Cork area. So it's, it's crossing over between two counties. It's a little bit complicated for a lot of people. We know where it is, but of course, people visiting don't know. But it's basically, imagine the little island in the middle of the country. That is there, a lot of mountains, a lot of outdoors, a lot of hidden gems, a lot of history. But it's also very near to everywhere else. So it's, we have a lot of things, but a lot of things you can travel to. So the places that people are maybe coming from or to that would take them through the Ballyhara region would be if they're traveling from the Cliffs of Moher or Limerick down to Kerry, maybe if they're coming over from the Rock of Cashel or Hare Castle into Killarney, they may come a little north and cut through there. Yeah, Cashel is so near. If you look at the airports, so you have a Shannon Airport on the north and Cork Airport on the south, and it's only half an hour drive to reach the boundary of Ballyhara region from the Cork Airport and from the Shannon Airport on each side. So it's not far at all, and you can travel to all those places. But we would love if people visited also our little destination, our little hidden gems, because people in Ballyhara is very humble, but they are very, very welcoming. And that's what's actually very special about here. Well, I will say that one of my favorite B&Bs in the entire country <laughs> is actually found in the Ballyhara region, and that would be the Old Bank in Bruff. And in fact, Miriam, who's been a friend of mine now for 10 years, I can't even believe it's been that long. Yeah. But she was very instrumental in introducing me to all the amazing wonders of your area and just so many incredible places to visit and things to do. And I can't wait to dig into those. Yeah, and she's a great example of that warm welcome. And people are so proud of their own heritage from the history point, but also from the natural heritage. 
and, you know, even the culture and all of that, what they're doing. But they're not talk about it too much. But when you come in and visit, that's where they're going to start. You know, that's when the conversation started. Then when they give you so many options that you actually spend most of your days in Balihara and you don't even get to the other ones <laughs> at the end of the day. But yeah, she's a great, great host. And there's a lot of little B&Bs in the area. And it's all about that warm, authentic stay and the family-based you know, we don't have too many hotels. We have few, a nice four-star hotels in Kilmallock and in Charville. But there's so many little places and hidden kind of little cottages and self-catering even you can choose from. So, yeah, and it's all run by real people of Ballyhara Country. So Ballyhara Country, you recently became a part of Ireland's Hidden Heartlands. And the Hidden Heartlands are probably the lesser-known tourism brand from Falcha, Ireland. So everybody's heard of the Wild Atlantic Way. Many people have heard about Ireland's ancient East. And Ballyhara Country actually was part of both of those at different times, but neither of those really fit kind of the heart of the area and what the area is about. So the recent change to the Hidden Heartlands, I think, really shines for the things that you offer for people who enjoy outdoor activities or people who are looking for a place to get off the tourist trail. I hear a lot of people say, I want to visit the real Ireland. You know, defining the real Ireland, I think is difficult, but this is a place where maybe you might feel that a little more because you're off of that busy tourist path. You're more likely to interact with the people who live and work and play in this area as opposed to other tourists. So tell us what people are going to see and do. Yeah, you're, you're totally right there, Jody, because we, as we were part of the Wild on the Way and Ireland's Ancient East, you know, the identity of the region wasn't correct. And, you know, even to tap in into any marketing of the region as destination wasn't working for us because Balihara is a hidden gem and it's reconnected with the nature and it's all the outdoor activities which Ireland's Hidden Heartlands are about. So the move to Ireland's Hidden Heartlands was a huge step forward for the region because we finally found our own identity within the Fortune Island brands and the whole tourism promotion and, you know, messaging across all the channels. So we are very delighted with that. And based on that, what we do, even as part of our website and even our kind of social media campaigns, we do base our messaging based on the feelings. So we want to ask our visitors, how do they want to feel when they come and visit? We have loads of things on offer, but we want you, the visitor, make sure that we satisfy your feelings. So if you have a busy schedule and you have a busy job and you want just to come down and relax... That's the feeling we are concentrating on about the offering. But if you are full of adrenaline and you want to just get all the energy out, we have loads of things on offer. And if you're in the creative spirit, you know, if you want to really create something and bring it home with you, a little pottery piece, then we can create the itinerary or, you know, experiences about that. So we have six feelings, adventurous, active, nostalgic, creative, curious, and calm. And based on that, we have a lot of different highlights, what you can do. So if you want, Jody, I can tell you based on the feelings, if you want me to go ahead with that. or <laughs> I would love to hear about the nostalgic feelings, I think, today. Nostalgic. I was kind of 
expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and but that's probably the one of the kind of really, really interesting feeling because there is so much history and heritage in the region. And if you travel from one side, from the top to the bottom, you go across 6,000 years of history and you can find piece of everything from really the old, you know, medieval times and Grinchstone circles. So I started at that part. So when you start at the locker, which you probably know Jody very well, it's one of the most visited attractions in the region. There's a beautiful lake, which is like a horseshoe-shaped lake, and there is a beautiful locker of visitor center. But there is about 6,000 history in that area. And beside the locker, there is the largest stone circle in the diameter, Grange Stone Circle, which is a place of ritual, ritual gatherings and sacrifice and worships and all the prehistoric times. And there's a lot of lot of events happening there as well. So this is a place where if you want to really very far, far away, that's that's the one to visit. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And there is other places, there's a lovely B&Bs, and there is a pottery places. So there's a lot of other activities to do when you visit that area. So that's, you start from the top. Then you can travel down to Kilmallock, which is the medieval world town, which was kind of center of religion and trade and, you know, commerce. But it was a lot of also political and very important people staying there. And there's a beautiful medieval abbey in Kilmallock, which you can tour. We have a lot of local tour guides that you can, you can contact us and we can arrange a visit. And they're fabulous. They even sing songs. So there's lots of entertainment on that. Then you can go down to, actually, I skipped a broth, which you know very well, because the broth might be very interesting for your audience, which is, you know, the story of the J.F. Kennedy and the ancestral home. So that was, there is a Thomas Fitzgerald Center, which you can see all of the history from J.F. Kennedy and where he came from and all the clan, <laughs> basically. Um, so it's very famous. It's a very small town, but there's a lot of history there. And then if you cross in the border to down to North Cork, there is a beautiful Office of Public Works estate called Dunrell Estate. And they only just recently they reopened the Dunrell Courthouse, which was refurbished. It was reopened originally two years ago, but it was closed and the second floor was open now. But it's amazing, amazing gardens. History of Edmund Spencer, Elizabeth Bowen, writers, Kevin Sheehan. So loads of loads of things. And it's amazing amazing place just to spend the day and we also run beautiful guided tours with the local drama society and local tour guides they they perform they put a costumes you know as Edmund Spencer and the Queen and the King and they perform the poetry and they're very funny and we have loads of people interested in it. so it's a really really interesting nostalgic team so you can travel through the region and experience all the different times in the history so yeah that's in a short <laughs> I think another place that Ballyhara country really shines is the outdoor activities. It's, you know, it's a mountainous region. There's loads of hiking trails and mountain. Mm -hmm. I think the region really kind of was at the forefront of mountain biking for Ireland as well. So you have mountain biking festivals and things like that going on. So outdoor activities are Uh. kind of a high priority there. Yeah, but usually people recognize the Balbalihara based on the mountain biking trails because there's kind of the award-winning mountain biking trails and they were, they're the island's largest in the land. So but there is about 100 kilometers of the trails of different loops and so for beginners, for the advanced and they were 
recently refurbished and resurfaced. There's going to be new building there. Fortune Island is investing loads of money for that. So there's loads of loads of happening. So this is really the adventurous kind of spirit and the feeling we are having there. So the mountain bike insurance are really, really good. So anyone who is up to a little bit of biking and adventure, this is the right place to go. But then... If you don't want to be biking and you're not into that type of adrenaline sport, there is also a beautiful nature trail at a mountain biking trailhead for families. And we just launched a new signage there. So you can, it's like a two kilometers long walk with beautiful little signs. You can explore the animals and, you know, flowers and all of that. So it's a bit of kind of guide around it. And so if you're not into biking, you can still spend the time in the nature and it's beautiful. Also, we have about 23 waymark national loops in the whole region, not just in Baliha Mountains, but across the whole region. And they vary from, you know, like two, three kilometers long up to 20, 25. So you can find something for everyone. And we also have a local walking club. So you can anytime you join. So if you're visiting the area and you want to go for a hike, but you're scared to go on your own, you can get in touch with Balihara Bears, they're called, and anyone is welcome to join them for the walk. They have a little schedule on their website, and that's, you know, just to let them know you're coming, and they'll be delighted to you to join them for a little walk. So that's what's nice about it. Nobody is too precious about their time or, you know, company. People love people visiting. And that I guess that's just another, another really great way to get in you know kind of feel like you're in that real Ireland that locals only club (laughs) to visit into these you know you join a walking or hike or you pop in a music session club yeah 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 there's a lot of things like you know crossroad dancing you know the rumbling houses we had a group of 50 overseas visitors just last week in the area and they visited a village of Kilfinnan, where is actually the headquarters of Balihara, where is the visitor centre. But there is also Balihara Upper Farm. So there is a local producer who has a farm and they do tours and a tasting. So you can spend lovely time and taste the apple juice, even the vinegar if you want, <laughs> if you're into it. But then they moved into the local old church of Ireland, which was refurbished into the community centre. And there's a local group, the Irish dancing group. They kind of they teach children how to dance and all of that. They came in and they did a demonstration. And then they got everybody up and dancing, you know, all the different things. I'm not Irish myself, but I love seeing them. Everybody just chip in and the traditional dancing. And they just loved it. And they're not some big visitor experience. They're local people. There is a local group. They love dancing. They're teaching kids dancing. But they welcomed 50 people to come into their village. And they danced together for an hour. And it was amazing. So those little groups and little occasions that you can join once we know there is someone coming, Mm -hmm. we can let them know what's happening. So fun. So where can people learn more about Balihara country, you know, website, socials, easiest ways to get in touch for more information? Well, the main source of information is the website. It's www.visitbalihara.com. Balihara is B-A-L-L-Y-H-O-U-R-A. And also we have all the social media channels, so Facebook is Visit Balihara, Instagram Visit Balihara or at Balihara Country. We are on LinkedIn, we are on Twitter, 
Yeah, also on TikTok, we have to get more active. But you can find us on any other channels, but the website is probably the most as a kind of resource of the information. And we also have days out creating on the website based on the feelings we have. And we also have app for the walking trails and cycling trails. So if you go on the Apple Store or Google Store, Balihara Trails Guide app is the name and you can download it. It's for free and you can browse all the different trails and filter down to family friendly or advanced or whatever you're into. So those platforms are there. Great. And all my listeners know that all they have to do is click the link in the show notes and they will go straight to the article about this and they can get all of that information there as well. So no need to be taking notes. Just visit the show notes and click over. So before I let you go, I'm going to ask you what three things people shouldn't miss in Ballyhara country. And I am going to just say that if you don't mention one of my favorites, I'm going to pop in with a fourth. So but no pressure. Well, <laughs> definitely, you know, the couple of them I already mentioned, which is Locker and on the Limerick side, and then also Donrail Estate is fabulous and is one of the fifth most visited attractions at the moment, free attractions because the entry is free. So Locker and Donrail Estate are definitely must-see. We have one very quirky place, which is called Donkey Sanctuary which is a charitable place. And I think it's a fabulous place and people can support it, but it's also beautiful. There's a beautiful walk and to see the donkeys. It's really the sanctuary for abandoned donkeys, but they worked there for years and they saved thousands of them at the moment. But it's just a beautiful place to go. So, and Balihara Mountain Bike Insurance, of course. Sorry, I got four. <laughs> well, that's good because you actually mentioned the place I? that I was, that I want. Yeah, the donkey so sanctuary. <laughs> No, no, no. It's perfect. Just, It's just such a special place, I think, you know, because their mission is incredible to take in the abandoned and neglected donkeys from across the country. And it's just such a huge undertaking. But the kind of the redemption stories of the donkeys that you get to learn about and then, you know, seeing the donkeys and walking through the farm. And then, of course, you know, you can adopt a donkey and you get this little packet of all the donkey stuff. And it's just one of our favorite places so well it's fabulous but don't forget about the little lovely places like Kilmalog I mentioned and Kilfina. there's so many you know you just have to come and visit that's all <laughs> <laughs> it is really a special area I think that there's so much that people can experience there and maybe taking a little bit of time instead of zipping from the cliffs to Killarney or Cashel to Killarney Maybe pop yourself into this hidden gem in the middle of Ireland and slow down a bit. Relax. Yeah. And relax. Exactly. <laughs> well, Gana, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today, for sharing more about the Ballyhara region and everything that people can see and do. The website, I was on it again the other day. Just absolutely love all the information on there. And... Yeah, just so much for Yeah, and we're updating the news items all the time, so keep an eye on those. Excellent. Thank you so much, Jana, for joining me today. Pleasure. I really hope you enjoyed hearing more about the Ballyhara region and this kind of hidden spot in Ireland's southwest. 
Now, if you're intrigued and you want to spend a little bit more time in the area, I have an entire article on the website all about touring Ireland from the village of Bruff. It's a place that's special to me. I love Bruff. They're kind of my adopted Irish home in a way. And if you would like to take a look at that, maybe learn more and find a great place to stay, the old bank that was uh, mentioned earlier, you can visit Ireland Family Vacations forward slash Bruff. That's spelled B as in boy, R-U-F-F. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please leave a five-star review at Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you can't leave a review on your podcast app, I would be so thankful if you would visit the Ireland Family Vacations Facebook page and leave a review there. Or if you're an Instagram user, go ahead, snap a screenshot on your phone, pop it into your Instagram stories, tag me at Ireland Family Vacations and share a few kind words. If you have any questions or comments, you can email me, Jody, J-O-D-Y, at IrelandFamilyVacations.com. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Until next time, Slanga Folk. Oh, 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 oh